0: Welcome back to another episode of How Bizarre. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by my lovely wife, Erin.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And we are back. You're back with a story, another bizarre disappearance. Yes, I am. I'm excited.
1: Are you ready to that? It's been a while
0: deep. since I've had one from you. We've been a while for a little bit. We've been a while for a little bit. We've been away <laughs> for a little bit, for a little while. Uh, and then we came back recently, back into the rotation of things. We did, the, the last one I did was about um, Walsh. What was her first name? Lisa Walsh? I can
1: never remember her first name. She lived in the
0: city. Yeah. Uh, and now you've got one for me.
1: I've got one, yeah. Is this a
0: well-known one? Is this <laughs> one that... No? No, it's not well known. Not one that I've seen on Disappeared?
1: Uh, Nope, never been on Disappeared before.
0: BuzzFeed Unsolved?
1: Nope, I don't think so.
0: All right, let's see what you got.
1: So, you know, I originally thought that maybe this would be done in February. So it was um, for Black History Month. Okay. I think it's important anyways that we talk about disappearances of people of color. Because as you know, they are widely not reported in the media. There is a media bias.
0: Okay,
1: 60% of all missing people are people of color. Really? Yes. Okay. And 10% of them are black women and girls. So there's a approximately right now 64,000 to 75,000 black women and girls are currently missing in the U S that's 10% even though they make up 7% of the population. So,
0: you wow. And, and then, yeah, you're right. Like you, re- it's rarely reported in terms of the widespread reporting, like, right. you know, and, and it's been seen before where, you know, you know, certain people certain get reported missing immediately you know it's always funny how who chooses what gets the most national attention and who doesn't
1: pretty white girl with the blonde hair right
0: or affluent you know if maybe they're Mm -hmm. affluent they have money as long as they have money they get they're a little bit more important Mm -hmm. like they have you have to look for them first so okay
1: and data does uh support that data shows that missing white people receive much more media coverage than missing black and brown people despite the higher rates of people missing in the community of color okay and then also another thing is is that in communities of color it's underreported because of the distrust already with law enforcement Mm -hmm. and also and because you know the fear sometimes of negative consequences like an undocumented immigrant's not going to necessarily call the cops to say someone's missing because they're afraid of being deported kind of a thing right so that's also the case so we are going to talk today about 23-year-old Phoenix Colden.
0: Phoenix. Yes.
1: <clears throat> in the December 2011, at about 2.20 p.m., Phoenix was seen backing out of her driveway. That was the last time Where she, was this? she was ever seen before. It was in St. Louis, around St. Louis.
0: St. Louis, Missouri? Yes. St. Louis, Missouri. What was Missouri. the year again?
1: Missouri. 2011.
0: 2011. She's backing out of her driveway. Yep. And that's the last time anybody sees her is backing out of a driveway. in
1: 2011. Okay. Ten years ago, almost. Okay. She was born as Phoenix Reeves, um, because that was her mother's maiden name, and then she got adopted by her stepfather pretty shortly after that and became Phoenix Colden. Okay. And she grew up in Spanish Lake, Missouri. Missouri. and and then I like to say Missouri Missouri her deeply religious parents homeschooled Phoenix okay so um some of the reports I saw described her as naive maybe lacking street smarts I'm not sure if that's accurate but
0: that was my first instinct though because when I I, I didn't want to interrupt you I was going to let you say what you were going to say then I was going to say I was literally my brain was thinking do you feel that homeschool kids don't get the advantage of kind of socializing and and Entering that kind of social construct that happens in the world of the youth where you start to learn how to kind of make your way through, how to read people, how to trust people, how to know which people not to trust.
1: I think generally, yes. They're at a
0: disadvantage, right? Like they don't get that. Yes.
1: There are exceptions, obviously. There's homeschool groups or people who homeschool their kids and still make sure they do a lot of activities or something. But I think especially with the deeply religious things, then usually they're more sheltered. Okay. So, yeah. Um, she was described as polite, friendly. She was very talented. She was very musical. I think she played piano, violin, something else. She was also a fencer. Okay. She like went to regional championships for fencing or something. So,
0: really. Yes. in high school.
1: What would be her high school? Age, okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. So how does that work then? I guess like how do you? How does one get like, if you're a homeschooled child, how do you get put into? these kinds of extracurricular activities that typically happen on the school front
1: well i think with like fence at least um, fencing wasn't in my school so that had to be like a second outside activity. thing yeah like okay. a karate thing or well, something some you schools have, have fencing maybe but i also think there's another thing where you can do that like if you're a home with school the school kid, the school system your school system yeah you can play on so you schools.
0: legit could be like on the basketball team yes. and there's a kid on your team that's a homeschooled kid yeah.
1: I think so. Interesting. And we always thought those kids were so weird growing up.
0: But they're not. Not all know, of them. You know what felt I mean? Not like
1: that. Because all right. of a sudden, there was when kid when you never a kid, saw before. Yeah,
0: when you're a kid, you're up. you're more judgy too. <laughs> like when you're a little kid, you're a little bit of an asshole. You you, you judge people more on appearance yes. and social status. So, okay.
1: Okay, so this is December 18th, 2011. The day was a typical Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Phoenix went to church with her family. And after church, she went out to her 1998 Chevy Blazer. She often sat in her car to make phone calls, I think for more privacy. At about 2.20, her father saw her backing out of the driveway. He assumed she was just running to like the convenience store or going to a friend's house. So it wasn't okay. really that big of a deal. Just two and a half hours later, Phoenix's vehicle was found abandoned and impounded. According to Huffington Post, the keys were in the ignition, the vehicle was running, and the driver's door opened. Now, I say according to Huffington Post because there are other reports saying that this is untrue. So I'm not sure if her car was running or not.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's the part
1: that's up for debate. But Huffington Post said it was. I kind of trust them more. It was Wikipedia that said it wasn't. And then when I tried to follow <laughs> the link to say it took me to the like, source
0: link. Yeah. It took okay. me to an
1: oxygen. Uh, Somebody's
0: a video blog though. post. It, oh. it was
1: oxygen, but it was a video and I couldn't the find oxygen what, they Network. Were, what they were sourcing there. So, so yeah. So I'm not sure, but. It seems like maybe it was running. The car was found 25 minutes from her home in a rundown section of East, East St. Louis, one of the highest crime rates in the country, this area, okay. where it was found. But here here's another problem. Phoenix's parents never found out. Well, they did, but they didn't find out about the impounded vehicle that day. They reported her missing the following morning when Phoenix still had not returned. Phoenix's mother, Goldia Colden, wishes the police would have run the plates. The vehicles registered to her, so they would have called her if they Mm -hmm. had run the plates. The Coldens only discovered that the vehicle had been impounded a couple days later when a family friend was going around checking all the impound lots to try to find Phoenix's car.
0: So they already knew she was missing. Like she hadn't come back. So right. they decided let's go out looking for her, try well, to find a car. Reported
1: her to the police. The police just thought she. Was and a so a
0: friend to- said, "Let's check all the yes. impound lots." Yes. Somebody was and smart that's the enough only to way think
1: they that. Found that. The police never.
0: I always think about stuff like that. And I think to myself, like, is it because we watch? all these shows that there's this kind of mental checklist of things to do when you think something might be happening. But I think you don't think about that in the moment because you're well, so overwhelmed with panic.
1: Right. But right. You thought about it eventually. Yeah. Well, why would the police have run the plates and called them mom?
0: again? Is this an affluent family? No, is this, right, does it matter right. to them? You know,
1: the Coldens also complained that the police didn't do an inventory search when the vehicle was found because the officer said nothing was in the car. However, when the Coldens checked the car at the impound lot, they found Phoenix's glasses, her shoes, her purse with her identification Oh. And another thing is that... So the- they
0: would have known in- immediately where that car belonged but do they do that when they impound your car? Do they go through the things in I, it? I don't think so. Don't know, Unless it like, looks like a crime, like, maybe. Well,
1: Phoenix's mom was saying, too, also, like, if you found the... She made it sound like in her quote that the car was found with the door open and running. Like, would you look to see if someone was distressed or someone was hurt, like, around so the So maybe area? that's
0: why they're saying that that wasn't the case maybe because... the cops are that Yeah, maybe the yes. cops said that that was not the case. That's yes. why there was no need to go looking through it.
1: The other thing I saw is that... But I
0: just feel like they would have regardless because it just feels like something that cops do. Like, the chance at, at going through the car and seeing what's happening, like, they're not going to just close the door, turn the car off, and impound, like impound
1: it. it. Yeah, this car's going to be, I don't know. So. But the other thing is that the Phoenix's parents, the Coldens, had to like, file a complaint with the mayor's office just to get the impound fee waived, because it was thousands of dollars by the time they just They were going to keep impound, charging
0: them? They were going to charge oh, them, okay. yes.
1: So, yeah, so i great. And, and the Huffington Post article I read said that the East St. Louis Police Department would not respond to comments, so did <laughs> mm-hmm. not respond to requests
0: real quick um yeah. i'm gonna cut this piece out try not to go low with your voice and get okay. quiet or talk at a normal volume okay sorry okay no you're good but at the very end there you're like oh, real quiet you know what i mean all right go ahead
1: the police automatically branded phoenix a runaway and the family was left to trying to find her on their own Well, the family was, you
0: know. Well, that's the first thing you do when it's a younger kid. You say, oh, 23. I don't know why I felt like she was younger. 23. Why would you even call that her a runaway? She's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. She can move on. Right. That's why we see a lot of disappears where when they're adults and they just kind of go and the police are like, well, you know.
1: Yeah. unless
0: there you suspect foul play and things I mean, don't look right feeling like she could have gone off of where she went there with
1: her ID still there well
0: she abandoned the car. that doesn't mean anything yeah, you know but it
1: feels a little suspicious then
0: after the fact yeah we didn't know the ID was in there till after so because so again they
1: didn't look yeah the family was left to try to find things on their own they discovered another side of Phoenix during this time
0: oh here we go
1: she had never enrolled in college for the upcoming semester
0: she was supposed to yes okay.
1: She had previously lived with a boyfriend, Michael B., we're going to call him, before she moved back home. This was very frowned upon in this family, obviously. Sex before marriage, very bad. So she had hid this from her parents, so they had just discovered Did
0: she this. get caught, and that's why she moved back home?
1: No, they just discovered this after she went missing. Oh, they no so idea.
0: they didn't even know no. she was living with a guy. No. Okay. So she had still been living with him when she went missing. No,
1: no. she had lived with him, and then she had moved back home for whatever reason, and uh, then they found out that that was okay. a period of her time. Um, she started listening to rap music, which is really funny to me because that doesn't seem like a big deal. But, uh, according to her friends, it was just so weird because she had never listened to it before. And of course she was a Swifty dude. We're very Swifty.
0: Yeah. She listened to Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> and what they call them Swifties. I
1: have no idea. <laughs> and her friends also said she was experimenting with drugs. She was using two cell phones at the time of her disappearance. One hmm. under her parents' family plan, obviously. The other one was a phone that she was using to talk to a man, oh. and we're going to call him the other Michael, because Michael B is her friend, right, the one she lived with. This okay. is called other Michael. Okay, we're going to call him other okay. Michael. So she was using the second phone to call other Michael so that Michael B was, wouldn't find out about it. Okay. Um, when investigators spoke to other Michael's ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. the ex-girlfriend said that he could get violent, and he had been violent with her in the past. Uh-oh. Okay. The ex-girlfriend also said she didn't know if Other Michael had anything to do with Phoenix going missing. But when she asked him, Other Michael, mm-hmm. he said, why are you worrying about some dead person? <gasps>
0: Uh Uh-oh, this doesn't sound good. Okay, doesn't sound
1: good, no. I mean, it could have just been that he suspected she was dead, like he was just assuming. Yeah, but
0: you say something like that. Right. It's like you know what you're talking about.
1: Right. A friend of Phoenix told um, the Oxygen Network that Phoenix had been acting differently in the days and weeks before her disappearance. She had been arguing with her parents more. She was more irritable. And she was behaving paranoid. She believed people were watching her and that something was out to get her.
0: Oh, see?
1: She said, we argued about something stupid. This is what the friend's saying. Phoenix said something about her, or no, Akira. The friend said something about her and her boyfriend. I don't know if she was trying to scare me, but she carried around a knife. She pulled it out, and I was like, okay, well, are you going to use it? Who are you cutting? That's
0: kind of odd behavior, right? But she didn't answer, What well, she didn't say how Phoenix answered that? There was
1: no, that's the end of the quote, so I'm not sure. The friends put their disagreement aside. But it wasn't long before Phoenix shocked Akira again by telling her she was planning to pack up her belongings and leave. Hmm. So, uh, another thing that came out. So that's out,
0: why they think she ran away, too, because the, they had a witness or a friend saying she said at some point she was going to pack up and leave.
1: Another thing came out that they call the infamous selfie video. About a month before her disappearance, apparently she posted a selfie video on social media, but it's all gone now. Like no, I was gonna can, say,
0: have you looked it up no to see? No one can find it now, it's okay. gone.
1: The police only released parts of it. Okay. Um, but Phoenix tells the camera she just wants to start over, but she can't. She also made some kind of weird uh seren- she changed the serenity prayer a little bit. She said, Lord, please help me accept the things that I that can't won't change and that I want to change the things I can't change. Hmm. It was something kind of nonsense like that okay um parts of the video were inaudible, so the Coldens uh took it to an audio expert and he was able to like clean it up and get some of it out, and in it she just she's saying a lot about wanting to be happy. I just want to be happy. I can't remember a time when I was happy, like genuinely happy. I feel so stupid because I let myself go a little bit. I probably would have been in a better situation if I would have stuck with how it used to be.
0: So maybe she was getting into drugs for real and like her life was spiraling out of control. She was some with somebody that was kind of nasty to her and she just wanted to get out and start over. Okay. Perhaps. Okay.
1: And that's all we have, we've got.
0: So that's all we have. So
1: we have four theories.
0: Okay. But that's nothing up to date since this is unsolved. This is this still is considered. Unsolved, yes. Okay. She's still
1: missing. And I've in a lot of the articles I looked at is like the family has been, um, Taken advantage of by people saying they have info and oh then they pay and the lost their house worst. because of that.
0: God, those people Those people are yeah, shitty, the people dude. People who target the
1: families and missing people.
0: All right, know. so what are the theories? So I'll tell you my first theory initially, just listening okay. to this. My thought sounds like, as it starts see, because it started to sound shady, like nefarious, okay. when you said there was this other dude that was tends to get violent and said something about a dead person like you know what i mm-hmm. mean like that already starts to sound that way but then you start to hear these other things like friends that say she was kind of starting to get into drugs and kind of basically losing control of her life and i don't want to say losing control in a way where it's like you know they're just spiraling out of control but losing control in terms of like they're, that's not out of their character that's right. just not who they were and now they're just kind of becoming that or influenced in that way. And for her to kind of not like it and want to get out, but that's the weird thing, right? You're talking about somebody that's homeschooled, somebody that's considered naive, who's, you know, aside from knowing of really the person just to, by going, what I hear, it's also hard to see that person being the w- one to have that. Cause it's hard. It's hard to just go and start somewhere else new. That takes a lot of bravery and All a right. lot of resources. Right. So that's tough too. It's easy to say, cause she always wanted that. But now I'm talking myself out of my theory. <laughs> well,
1: when I talk about the theories, let me tell you them because there's more info in each of these theories. Okay, let's, I, I hear didn't necessarily sure. okay, okay. let's hear. Okay, good. Let's hear. So, the first one, and this is the one that her parents are really subscribing to, is that she was abducted by sex traffickers. And I know that feels like it's out of left field, but the interstate by where she her car was found, I 70, is referred to by some as a sex trafficking highway mm. of the country. And St. Louis Metro was also one of the top 20 areas in, a co- in a, the country for human trafficking.
0: Damn, that's such a big deal, dude. Human trafficking. God damn.
1: So is that one? The second theory, of course, is that she was met with some other form of foul play, like maybe from other Michael. Or um, drugs.
0: If she's into drugs, maybe like right. something went wrong with the drug True. dealer that day. True. That's why her car was still there.
1: There's no activity on our social media since this time. Bank accounts, cell phone, nothing since 2011. But all the DNA inside her car was only from Phoenix. There was no other DNA found.
0: Real quick again, can you rewind? Where was the car found again?
1: 25 minutes from her house in East St. Louis.
0: Like on a side of a road, at a park? Where was it? Did it say?
1: It said abandoned. I think on the side of the Just road. Just
0: ra- abandoned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not sure. And not a good part of town. No, not okay. at all.
1: There's evidence to suspect that Phoenix was involved with multiple men. And many of her friends that she spent time with in her final days... Refused to talk to investigators.
0: That's shady too. Like, it like maybe like, she wants to disappear.
1: Well, it sounded like the way they said this is that she had her, her core group of friends, her childhood friends, and then she, maybe she was in a new group recently. And then these friends all didn't want to talk to investigators. So then her older friends are like, "Was she really? Were these people her friends?" Then who are
0: these
1: oh. people? So I'm not sure what that is all about. Okay. in any more detail than that. So I had to like assume things. Uh the third theory is, of course, Phoenix ran away. There have been multiple reported sightings of her, but nothing's confirmed. where honestly. in
0: the same state or no, different oh, oh, all over area. the place. the okay. one that
1: they scammed the the family recently oh. was Texas. so here's the interesting thing though she had two birth certificates because remember she was born as Phoenix Reeves.
0: Ah, uh, okay,
1: so they hi a they hired a private investigator who looked into um the Phoenix Reeves aspect mm-hmm. of it and found that there was no one has tried to apply or renew any of Phoenix government's information under that name, Phoenix Reeves. A PA, the private investigator found four Phoenix Reeves in the U.S. Three were eliminated right away. The fourth one looked a little suspicious because there was no date of birth. There was no um, social security number and no relatives listed.
0: What? How do they even find the name then? I don't get it. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't go into those details. Okay
1: and it was uh, the address was associated with is was in Anchorage, Alaska.
0: Oh wow. So Talk he, about getting away.
1: Right. So he flies to Anchorage, Alaska, and he goes to the address and knocks on the door and a woman answers and she says that her son has owned the house and has lived there since 2002. And Phoenix left in 2011, so. So he even holds the picture up and asks the neighbors nobody's ever seen this person Just his
0: name is registered Just this to name this house his address. Ooh. That's weird. That's
1: weird, right? So I don't know what happened. That there. is
0: weird. That's a weird one. I want to kind of explore that, that thought now. Like, why right. would that be?
1: Right. How would, what,
0: in what possibility, like, what timeline does that work out that way?
1: Yeah, I don't really know enough about, like, names and addresses and what database you use. Like, I don't know. But the fact that it's got no birthday or social security number, is it even a real thing?
0: Or is it a fluke? But again, the the chance that it's this name, right, of somebody who disappeared. And then it's as far away as you could possibly think of from the place that they may have wanted to escape from. And when you finally go there to see what's up. No one has ever heard of her, seen her, and why? So why is the name attached to that address? Right, that is strange. Right? And who's the guy that owns the place?
1: I don't know. Some dude. He's lived there since two thousand and two.
0: No tie to uh, uh, New no. Mike or Michael. New Mike, other Michael.
1: Other Michael? I don't think so. I assume. Interesting. They that thing. Okay. So, like I said earlier, her family doesn't believe she left on her own, and they point to the fact that, like, her purse and wallet were there, and that in the car there was also a thirty-two ounce cup with still soda in it. There was like some candy in it. And they talk about it. Yeah. and then they talk about this. This is weird in this article, like there was a handwritten note rip, ripped up. But then they about never what? then they never really say what it was. Like she taped it together and
0: did they I just know. say it was just her ID in the car or was did she actually have money and credit cards too? They don't you?
1: say that. They say driver's license, but they say there's been no activity on any of her bank accounts. But in And cash. I also they didn't say what happened to her cell phone, so I wonder that too. That too. Where's her cell phone's at? So You know, the cynical part of me thinks because she was a young black woman, we don't know a lot because the cops probably didn't really like, did they track her cell phone, ping locations? Like, I want to know all these things, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't find any of this information out, which I think is because she's a woman of color. But maybe it was just because
0: okay they thought
1: she was a runaway and they didn't care.
0: Okay. Those are all the theories that's all for? Yeah. And the Colton
1: family also thinks it's because she was a black woman.
0: Why? They didn't care. They
1: didn't care. Yeah,
0: man. I just, I don't know, man, because human trafficking is a big deal. And that's the thing. A lot of times my mind goes to that, right? Like, like, because it's so prevalent and it's such a big problem that when people just strictly, especially younger women, when they just kind of disappear off the street, that's my first instinct. They're either murdered by a serial killer or, uh, human trafficking, And so there are the statistics that show St. Louis being, you know, one of the hubs and this being a big deal in that area where Mm -hmm. she was found was kind of like that, that highway of, um, so that is, so that's got a very strong feel like that could be, uh, then there's the other one that for me feels like she left. I can't, it's for me, it's either human trafficking or that she just left and tried to start somewhere else on her own. But I, f- that one seems a little weaker to me because yeah, it's hard to do again, that. you need finances. All you right. need to know somebody. You need to know how to get out there. Why would you leave your car? Bring your car, then dump it somewhere.
1: And the thing that they never talk about at all that bothers me too. They just mentioned when they found their car, right? That they found their glasses. Oh, I don't know if I said it. Maybe I skipped over it. They found their glasses, her ID, and her shoes.
0: Yeah, her shoes. No, you said that.
1: Yeah. So why? How but does but that's the their thing. Sometimes, sometimes people. people yeah.
0: Sometimes people okay. keep a, a change of pair yeah, of shoes okay. in their car. I
1: will. That's another know? thing. Like, I want more work more shoes.
0: Dress shoes, yes. running shoes, whatever it is. Sometimes you'll keep it in your car. So I get that. That's yeah. fine. It's the ID thing, which is kind of mad. But, you know, if you left that behind, too, because you're trying to change your identity, that's cool, too. And and you know what? What a better way to do it. Go to a completely different state and act like you don't know who you are. And then, th- like, the system kind of takes you in to make sure you're okay because you've got search. amnesia, quote, but unquote. they would search
1: in the missing databases. Right. um so she would be found, I think. Unlike,
0: that's if she was a part of the system, right? Not into some little town that was well, just like... would
1: have to go in the federal. If they did that, it would have to go in the yeah, federal. Yeah, dude,
0: I don't know. It's either disappearing or human trafficking for me. And for me, the, the disappearing is is the least of the likely, which sucks. See, I don't think she was killed. I don't think she was just kind of grabbed and killed by anyone. I mean, it's possible. That could be a possible thing, a random. It could be a complete random. Like, have we seen any other disappearances and murders uh, you know, around that time to they be able to think maybe to there was one. a serial killer or they something pointed
1: out to one, but it was, I think in Atlanta. So not very close to St. Louis, but it was very, it was right around the time and similar circumstances where the car was running door open, but the girl's body was found the very next day. So that's,
0: so yeah. that see, there's a chance it could be that it could yeah. be the serial killer aspect. I don't know. Yeah.
1: So uh, my thing is, you know, where my mind always goes. Yeah. She's posting these random selfies that, that are nonsensical. And I think it, she had a mental illness, but that still doesn't explain what happened to her. I think she had a break.
0: That's the thing, too. So when you, stud- when you started saying about her being erratic and saying these things and all that stuff, all of a sudden, that was where my mind went. Like I went earlier because I was thinking at her age, she's at that point, that early 20s when you can have that mental break that that's like. That's if you're going to have it. That's when you're pretty much the most, you know, susceptible to right, it. Is in that right. age group, and in,
1: college, yeah. and in
0: college. And so she didn't register again. So it could have been that, and she could be somewhere not knowing what's going on, or maybe even dead because yeah, that's of what it.
1: I think. I think she had a break, and that someone took advantage of that. Wow. That's
0: that's theory. your thought. That's
1: my theory. Yeah, because if you had a break, you would still be found, but. You know the people who have mental. But health. you
0: could be found dead because remember that one lady I I talked about who was the um, the tech lady, remember she had that by that mental health break herself and then was found in her own car dead in yeah, the back seat. Yeah. So it's it's possible to actually have physical death because of your mental break.
1: Yes, but more than like, like statistics show that people with untreated mental illness are more likely to be a victim of a crime than yeah. Then commit a crime. So that's why I think probably that's wow. what happened. Otherwise, I think her body would have been found.
0: Do they know what kind of drugs she was getting into? It
1: didn't say that either. So, and she was with all these churchy friends. So what I'm saying is she was probably just smoking weed or something. I don't think it was anything. That, but well, who knows? it could have been. And then my mind automatically goes to mental illness when her paranoid, erratic behaviors yeah. could also be explained by drugs.
0: Exactly. So. Man, that's a crazy but one. Drugs
1: often are self-medicating for, yeah. you know, mental illness, so.
0: That's a crazy one.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's still unsolved. So that's something that I always think when we talk about ones that are unsolved, like, like creepers who are into true crime stuff, like being the, the amateur sleuth. And start looking at stuff. Up. I have see, a million
1: questions. So if they do, I would like to find out
0: we should apply to get the, the, the reports, the re, the that police reports on that
1: work, so. I'm
0: sure it is. I'm going to start looking and <laughs> I think I've said it before, but I really want to start looking into how to do that because I feel like we'd get so much more information than what we see written in an article yeah. or on the oxygen network.
1: Huffington post stated that the East, uh, St. Louis police were very tight-lipped about it, and we're not getting. Freedom
0: anything. of Information Act. You're allowed to. You're allowed yes. to get that info. So it'd be unless it's an ongoing investigation that it's, they, it's can blo- they can block. They can block certain things. I'm it's, sure
1: it's still open. So
0: wow, I'm
1: not sure how much you could get, but apparently there was like an hour and a half special on the Oxygen Network about this.
0: I'm gonna have to check that out.
1: because
0: I kind of want to watch it now and see what other things may be in there that we didn't see in the article or, or... yeah.
1: The Oxygen Network told me I had to pay to watch it. So oh, was screw like, that <laughs>
0: um wow that's an interesting one
1: yeah so makes me think of phoenix colon aka phoenix reeves
0: man well creepers there you go another episode of how bizarre another bizarre disappearance do you think you know what happened? You have thoughts on it? Leave a comment. Leave a comment on the uh, on our Facebook where we drop our episodes. Uh, if you're so inclined, we do have a Patreon as well. Patreon.com/historycreeps. Check it out. We've got all new, different, uh, all new shows. Absolutely brand new shows that you can't get anywhere else. But the Patreon. Uh, check it out. Um, other than that, I think we're ready to head out of the clubhouse. Do you have anything to say, Aaron, before we get out of here? That's all. That's all, folks, right? So, uh, Creepers, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. And just remember, anytime the world throws something your way that seems just a little bizarre, you say.
1: How bizarre?